Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on the first epistle of Peter with this sermon entitled, The Beauty of the Christian Wife, preached July 23, 2017. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 1 Peter chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. The title is, The Beauty of Christian Wife. We have come to deal with the submission of wives to the husbands. This is fourth in the series on submission of believers to God and his delegated authorities. In ancient time, in Greece and in many other cultures... A wife had to embrace the religion of the husbands. If the wife became a Christian, the husband did not have to become a Christian. If he desires to dwell with his Christian wife, he may. According to 1 Corinthians 7, 13 and 14. If the non-Christian husband refuses to believe the gospel, the Christian wife must stop speaking the gospel to him. She must evangelize him through praying to God and living a godly Christian life before him. Living a Christian godly life before him in the power of the Holy Spirit. Let us listen to St. Peter's counsel to Christian wives. For he was a married apostle. So he knows a thing or two about Christian marriage. And the first point. Wives, submit in the Lord to your husband, even unbelieving ones. Christian wives are to submit in the Lord to their own husbands, as I said, even to unbelieving husbands who want to dwell with believing wives. St. Paul also said the same thing. Ephesians 5, 22 through 24, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Colossians 3.18, wives submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. 1 Timothy 2.9 and 10, I also want women to dress modestly with the decency and propriety, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or expensive clothes, but with good deeds. 
appropriate for women who profess to worship God. Titus 2, 4 and 5, then they can train the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. Christian wives are to submit to even unbelieving husband. Normally, we evangelize with the gospel and our holy lifestyle. Jesus said in Matthew 5.16, in the same way, let your light shine before men, that is, unbelieving men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Paul says Christian women are to dress with a garment of good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship God. There is a way to witness and win unbelieving husbands to God through prayer and godly life based on scripture. And let me read to you what Spurgeon said in the 19th century. I have read of a woman who prayed long for her husband. She used to attend a certain meeting house in the north of England, but her husband never went with her. He was a drinking, swearing man, and she had much anguish of heart about him. She never ceased to pray, and yet she never saw any result. She went to the meeting house quite alone, with this exception that a dog always went with her and this faithful animal would curl up himself under the seat and lie quiet during the service when she was dead her husband was still unsaved but doggy went to the meeting house his master wondered whatever the faithful animal did at the service. Curiosity made him follow the good creature. The dog led him down the aisle to his dear old mistress's seat. The man sat on the seat and the dog curled himself up as usual. God guided the minister that day. The word came with power and the man wept till he found the Savior. So Spurgeon says, never give up your husbands, good women, for the Lord may even use a dog to bring them to Christ when you are dead and gone. Never give up praying, hoping, expecting. Fear not, but believe. That's what Monica 
the mother of Saint Augustine did. As a result, her husband was saved and her son Saint Augustine was saved. Saint Augustine speaks in his confessions. He says about his mother Monica. She served her husband as her master and did all she could to win him for you, O God. Speaking to him of you by her conduct. Finally, when her husband was at the end of his earthly lifespan, she gained him for you, O God. When unbelieving husband is thus one for the Lord, he would love to hear the gospel and live according to the gospel. By the way, if you are a believer, unmarried, you are to marry according to scripture, only a believer. 1 Corinthians 7, 39. Monica won her husband and also won her son, St. Augustine, through prayer. Husband and wife are equal in the eyes of God being heirs of the grace of life. Yet, God's order in this life is Husband is the head of the wife. The wife submits in the Lord to the husband and children obey parents. The unbelieving husband becomes a believer as he observes very closely for some time the holy and chaste behavior of his wife. 1 Peter 1.14, my translation says, As children of obedience, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all your conduct. Those under authority to God and his delegated authority must not obey when told to sin. We must obey God rather than men. Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than men. Acts 5.29 and First Peter 2.13 Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted among men. Our highest authority is Jesus Christ. And we always are to obey him. The contact of the wicked is filthy. Second Peter 2.7 and if he rescued Lord, a righteous man who was distressed by the filthy conduct of lawless men. The behavior 
of a true believer is holy. First Peter 1.15 But just as he who called is holy, be ye holy in all you do, in all your conduct. The believing wife witnesses to her unbelieving husband by her holy conduct, her submission, her reverence, her obedience, her attitude, and godly deeds demonstrate the beauty of the fruit of the Spirit. What are the fruit of the Spirit? Galatians 5 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. Self-control is Holy Spirit control. And 1 Timothy 4, 15 and 16, be diligent in these matters, give yourself wholly to them, so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them. Because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. The moral purity of the believing wife springs from the fear of God and therefore is most beautiful and attractive. The unbelieving spouse in the will of God takes notice of this beauty of holiness which results in his conversion. Point number two, external beauty not worth much. Christian wives' beauty must not be external and superficial consisting of Elaborate, expensive braiding of hair, fancy hairdos, or wearing of gold jewelry, or putting on of fashionable, expensive dresses, or I say, expensive plastic surgery. I say outward beauty is only skin deep. It fades as we grow old. If you want outward beauty, watch TV women. Outward beauty, sir. Ecclesiastes 12. When the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men stoop When the grinders, speaking about teeth, cease because they are few. And those looking through the window's eyes, of course, grow dim. When the doors to the street are closed and the sound of grinding fades. When men rise up at the sound of birds, but all their songs grow faint. And let me tell you a little more about external beauty. Isaiah says, and you read it, Isaiah 3, 16 through 24. Listen, the Lord says, 
The women of Zion are haughty, walking along with outstretched necks, flirting with their eyes, tripping along with mincing steps, with ornaments jingling on their ankles. Therefore, the Lord will bring swords on the heads of the women of Zion. The Lord will make their scalps bald. In that day, the Lord will snatch away their finery, the bangles and headbands and the crescent necklaces, the earrings and the bracelets and veils, the headdresses and ankle chains and sashes, the perfume bottles and charms, the signet rings, the nose rings, the fine robes, and the capes and cloaks and purses and mirrors and the linen garments and tiaras and shawls instead of fragrance there will be stench instead of a sash a rope instead of well-dressed hair baldness instead of fine clothing sackcloth Instead of beauty, branding. Extreme external beauty cries out to all, Look at me! I say it is a distraction. Modesty, friends, is the mark of true Christian wife. Third, God values internal beauty of a new heart. God does not look at the external, the outward appearance. First Samuel 16, 7, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. 1 Timothy 2, 9 and 10 again. I also want women to dress modestly with decency and propriety. Not with braided hair or gold or pearls or expensive clothes. But with good deeds. Appropriate for women who profess to worship God. First Timothy 5, 9 and 10. No widow may be put on the list of widows unless she is over 60, has been faithful to her husband, beauty, and is well known for her good deeds such as bringing up children, that is, godly children. Showing hospitality, washing the feet of the saints, helping those in trouble, and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds. Titus 2, 4, and 5. Then they can train younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Friends, it is the beauty of a new heart, a new spirit indwelt by 
the Holy Spirit. That is what matters to God. Ezekiel 36. For I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all countries. And bring you back into your own land. Listen sir. I will sprinkle clean water on you. That is the preaching of the word. And you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities. And from all your idols. I will give you a new heart. And put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you a heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh and I will put my Holy Spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Beauty of the new mind thinking God's thoughts. God is impressed by beautiful mind that thinks God's thoughts He gives you a new will, willing to do God's will. He gives you a new set of feelings by which we rejoice even in sufferings, knowing that they are designed for our glory. Instead of wearing expensive clothes, let us be clothed with the following. Be clothed with Christ Romans 13:14 Listen rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh Be clothed with the Holy Spirit Luke 24:49 I'm going to send you what my Father has promised but stay in the city until you have been Clothed with power from on high. Be clothed with fine linen of our righteous deeds. Revelation 19, 6 through 8. Listen, sir. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters, and like loud peals of thunder shouting, Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean was given to her to wear and fine linen stands for the righteous deeds of the saints. Obedience. Let us be clothed with our new self regenerated self Ephesians 4 through 24 you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self Created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Let us be clothed with the fruit of the Spirit love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. 
And let me read to you from Proverbs 31. A wife of noble character who can find. It's rare, sir. Rare. You cannot find on television, on movie. They are rare. They are people of God, the elect people of God. And Proverbs 31, 10, charm, that is outward charm, is deceptive. And beauty is fleeting. And you know it. But a woman who fears the Lord, that is inward beauty, is to be praised. Friends, when you date, make sure that your future spouse is all glorious, where, sir? Within. Don't be deceived by external anything. That is, does she fear the Lord? Does he fear the Lord? And let me read to you from Psalm 147, verse 11, about internal beauty. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Let me read to you from Ephesians 5. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing of with water through the world and to present her to himself a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless interior beauty of the heart which is what God looks at. First Timothy 4, 7 and 8 Train yourselves to be godly for physical training is of some value but godliness has value for all things holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Isaiah 57, 15, for this is what the high and the lofty one says, God eternal. He who lives forever, whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with him who is contrite and lowly in spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. He lives with the humble. God looks at the imperishable spirit produced beauty of the heart. Not the proud, but the humble, the obedient, those who fear God, those who are born again. A new mind, a new will, a new set of affections. He looks at the beauty of the hidden self, which consists in Christ likeness, a meek, meek and quiet spirit, not a self focused person who argues and fights to get her way. 
friends we are to be married to Christ and so holy spirit makes us like Christ in this life second corinthians 3:18 and we who with unveiled faces all reflect the lord's glory listen are being transformed into his likeness with ever increasing glory which comes from the lord who is the spirit hebrews 12:14 make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy without holiness no one will see god number 4 sir learn from holy women of the past saint peter gives supporting reason from history that true unfading beauty of christian wife which god looks at and is very precious in his sight is not external but the beauty of the heart an internal beauty which submits to the husband's god ordained headship thus the holy women of the past who were hoping in and trusting god's messiah used to make themselves beautiful by submitting to their own husbands friends spiritual beauty which god sees and values highly is submissive to god and his delegated authorities here peter has reference to husbands this beauty internal beauty number 1 it is internal beauty of the heart number 2 it is imperishable beauty it is eternal it is spirit produced beauty holy spirit produced it is the beauty of submission obedience reverence good works fearlessness due to trust in god such beauty proves such women are sarah's children who obeyed abraham and respected him by calling him lord not joey or matt or abe master number 6 it is precious beauty that is it is out of this world number 7 it is eternal it is divine beauty God created beauty in the heart of his people. Sarah was a sinner, but Sarah's sin was totally forgiven in Jesus Christ. Therefore Sarah is cited as the exemplar and mother of all godly people. And therefore beautiful women they are as abraham is the father of all believers 
Sarah is the mother of all godly women. I want to give you a test and you take the test. And you will pass the test if you say yes to every question, seven of them. But if you fail it, repent and believe God will forgive you and make you beautiful working within you by his spirit. First question, sir. Do you refuse to rely, rely on and preoccupied with external beauty? Notice, do you refuse? Correct answer is yes. But don't worry if you say no. Because I told you, you can repent and be forgiven. Number two, are you a regenerate person with a new heart and a new spirit governed by the Holy Spirit and Holy Scripture? The correct answer is what, sir? Yes. And if you answer no, call upon the name of the Lord. He'll help you. Number three. Do you submit to God and your husband his delegated authority? The correct answer is what, sir? Yes. Number four. Do you live daily by repentance and saving faith? Correct answer is yes. Number five, are you a daughter of Sarah who submitted to her husband, obeyed him and called him Lord? Number six, do you believe in the biblical truth of 1 Samuel 16, 7? That God doesn't look at the outward appearance of people. He looks at the heart. Number seven, are you a wife of noble character who is being made holy and radiant by Christ himself, your heavenly bridegroom? If you answered yes to all questions, let me assure you, you are truly beautiful with heavenly beauty in God's sight. And if you answered other ways, cry out to God and he will help you to answer yes and be made beautiful. Let me say this. Let your beauty be that of the hidden man of the heart, the unfading, imperishable beauty of a meek and quiet spirit which is very precious in the sight of God. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to be made beautiful as the bride of Christ, clothed with Christ, clothed with the Spirit, clothed with the fruit of the Spirit, and be made like Christ because his bride must be like him 
And Christ will do this work of sanctifying us. Lord, we submit ourselves to your work of making us beautiful. Make every person here beautiful in your sight. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.